Spags, it's Friday, and our battles in the Superflex draft streets must continue. We have to go head-to-head, guys. It's all we know how to do now, so we are ready to go. You can see it on the screen. Pete and I are already in a draft room for the big board Superflex. 20 rounds of us going head-to-head. You can look forward to it. The Versus is on the screen. It's officially official. One spot left in this one. And Pete, any exciting news items for you? We've had the Odell signing. I feel like Saquon with the franchise tag, not wanting to sign. That is the only news item that's really stood out to me this week. But anything noteworthy to you? I guess maybe some Bryce Young Panthers talk. Yeah, I feel like nothing that has, you know, flipped the uh, the board on its head. God fucking damn it. Another 1-8. Pete's at the 1-8. Just... I'm at the one twelve. So we are going to be drafting some teams without Josh Allen, without Jalen Hurts, without any top five QBs. You know what? I will say, though, it, I, went on a, I went on a show last night, the SGPN. They have a, a show called yeah. Heroes and Villains, and they were drafting teams. And I got the 103, and it was the first time. So I did finally break my seal in getting a, an elite quarterback. But around these parts, Spags, um, that doesn't happen. No, Pete, is. Uh, are you still completely, I guess, over-defeated in terms of getting the 101? You've not gotten a single 101 yet? No. Yeah, 103 was my highest, and then before that, I think 107 was my highest. I've gotten a few one ones so I can't complain. I think I've done now 12 drafts, uh, you know, including the ones on stream. Uh, not as crazy about the Superflex format as I am the normal big board. But I think I, I've had a perfectly reasonable amount of one ones so I don't share your complaint. Yeah, enjoy it. Um, like I said, I have been exclusively not only a fast draft maxi for Superflex, but exclusively an on-stream fast draft maxi. I've not drafted a Superflex team that hasn't been streamed in some capacity. I'm sure people are excited. Of course, if you have been not catching our last few episodes, we are, in fact, according to the public vote, 2-2-1 two, two, and one in our head-to-head draft. So a nice, even-keeled battle going to this one. Though, admittedly, our last stream on Tuesday, I would say cut it a little bit close, Pete. But uh, today, you know, I'm ready to build some stacks. I'm not going to defiantly snipe some picks from you. I think I think I'm in the right headspace for this draft today. Um. I I do want to like, I want to unpack that a little bit because you have done a lot of editorializing when you read off my team and there have been, I don't know if you know, but um, even maybe a former president right now, the laundry list, uh, you know, of, you know, his indictments included election fraud. And I do just want to know that I see you kind of tampering with the results in the same way that maybe the one Mr. Donald Trump did. So I just want you to, to know you're on thin ice. I mean, I think, you know, good news, Pete, is you have your own YouTube channel. So if you want to go on there too, you can have fair and balanced, uh, balanced content going against my takes. And that's the, you know, that's the kind of checks and balances we like in America. I'm on the clock though. Um, elite QBs are not on the board. So I, boy, I know how chalky the, the Tyreek start is with Tua, but I don't do it often because of how chalky it is. So Look at my stack, Pete. Tyreek Hill to a tag of Iloa. Yeah, the chalk stack from the 112-2-1. Congratulations. You stumbled upon the idea that everyone else had as well. But it feels safe, feels cozy. Bolick saying my facial hair is looking good today. I agree. Also, Pete, a fun news item. Uh, you want to guess who is now the owner of the number two most read fantasy article in the history of footballoutsiders.com, a site that's been around 20 years. Um... Aaron Schatz has both uh, the first and the second. No, it is in fact me with my most undervalued players article that came out this week. I was shocked to see it, Pete, but it's good to know. I still got the juice in my old fingers, even though my mouth's doing the work these days. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, All right, let's see here. Do I capitulate to big quarterback with Dak Prescott? No, dig your heels in. Hmm. 
Dak's not worth it. You're right. I don't have a JT Jefferson combo. Screw it. All right. I love it. So we're seeing some different builds. I did a pretty chalky one, again, as Pete talked about, um, that 12, 13 spot. People love taking Tyreek and Tua there. And you're showing, like, you could build a super team here. I feel like if you could have gotten Jefferson and Cup or Chase, that would have been nicer. But Jefferson and Taylor is pretty nice, too. <laughs> um, let me see here. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, I think, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with my decision. Um, you know what? I'm just going to commit to the bit. If I'm going to go on this anti non-elite quarterback tirade, I got to stay consistent here. I was really hoping Jamar Chase would fall to me. I feel like uh, Jefferson Chase would be a very, very fun start, but uh, I've done a ton of cup. I feel like I have a bunch of like cup CMC stuff. So it was nice to get a Jefferson share at least. Yeah. I've got Jefferson Kelsey in a few, which I think feels pretty nice. Like I've gotten some that are unique, uh, but I think, you know, I, two top receivers feels hard to get. I feel like I'm still part of me wants to see those super teams. Like, cause this is the only shot you have to have you know, Jefferson and chase Jefferson and cub Jefferson and Kelsey. So I still find those kind of appealing. It's just, if the room runs heavy on QB Pete, before you get back, it's, it's going to start to get a little ugly for you. Right. That's why I do think it's even from where I'm going, it's a little less dangerous to, you know, play chicken with quarterback just because I have a little few, a little more time in between picks or less time. I should say, whereas you on the bookend, um, you could be subjected to a massive run there. I will say today, I did one super flex draft before the show. I drafted only two QBs there. I uh, used the early draft capital. I think it took Daniel Jones and uh, somebody else who was good. Uh, I'm trying to think who it was. Oh, Justin yeah. Fields and Daniel Jones. And I was like, okay, I'm done at QB. I do think that's a build that I feel better about. Like I've been forcing a lot of three QB builds just because it is super flex. And obviously you want to get a QB in the two spots if you can. But I feel like if you do a two QB build, I think it works. Maybe not with your draft capital, but in general. Can I point out how deranged it is that you said I took Daniel Jones and someone else good that you led with Daniel Jones and not Justin Fields? I mean, what is wrong with you? The irony too is I triple stacked Fields <laughs> that one too. I went Komet, Moore, and Mooney in that one. So I really, you know, if you could triple stack Justin Fields, a man who is a terrible password, a great runner, you got to do it. Uh, did you see this, Spags? I single-handedly recruited a viewer. Uh, David text, or tagged me in the Ship Chasing channel, said I was in a draft with him, and I said, hey, brother. We're streaming this over on Splash Play, and lo and behold, this is how you do it. You go door-to-door -to, -door to get your viewers, Spags. I love it. I mean, that's, you know, it's worked well for Jehovah's Witnesses over the years, and <laughs> I feel like now we can go door-to-door, -door, knock on doors, and one by one, we'll get people to those 2,000 subs we're looking for in this channel, which we're marching towards getting closer day by day. And, and Pete, we don't phone it in. We keep drafting. doesn't matter what time of year. We keep drafting on the show, and I think it's made us two of the best drafters in the world. <laughs> Yeah, and Spags, we are, I'm glad you mentioned this, we are starting our own version of Jehovah Witnesses. We still don't celebrate birthdays, but we do draft best ball teams. That is kind of the spin on that. Also, Spags, I just want you to know, if you were in my shoes right now, you would take Jalen Waddle purely as a spite pick, purely to not let your dear friend get that premium double stack. But I am not that spags that is not how i play and uh and so i am going to make a, a very level-headed decision i'm looking at the quarterbacks coming back here seeing what i might want to do i'm gonna grab my guy Brees hall and we're gonna continue Ooh. to see uh what you donkeys do at the end of the board with these qbs i still think somebody's gonna scoop waddle for me but we'll see i mean definitely some nice qb picks left as you can see uh keeping the draft board up we have rogers goff gino russell wilson on the board Derek carr uh, somebody can take that Olave Carr duo if they want. So 
uh, that guy takes Waddle. So you did the kindness, and then and then this guy takes Olave. So all the nice. Yeah. It's I'm I'm sorry that you know I tried to do uh, I tried to do it myself. Yeah, that's um, Bullock. Let me school our favorite 16 year old Canadian viewer. Yes, the uh, Jehovah Witnesses don't celebrate birthdays. They don't celebrate any um, holidays. Certainly no Halloween. None of that stuff. They just raw dog it through life, dude. Every day is the same. <laughs> Every day is the same. Yeah, that's how it feels when you have a baby too. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to reach for receiver a little bit here just because I would have liked to have gotten Carr and Olave together. That's not happening. So I'm going to take T. Higgins, and I'm going to take Devonta Smith and get two of the best number two options in the league. And as Team Pete, no running backs yet, but I, I like the way it's coming along. Mm, nice to – I used to think you're a little bit of a running back piggy with some of your drafts, so nice to see the brand is getting uh, firmly reestablished as a zero RB, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to show people what they want. I know people want me to not be taking running backs early. They want me to not take too many QBs early. So at the end of the day, uh, what brought people to the channel, Pete, was me recklessly, with reckless abandon, really, drafting zero RB teams last summer. And it worked out more often than not, I have to admit. Like, I don't know why I'm getting away from zero RB this year because it was I had great results last year. The um, uh, I, I was going to say, too, and I've been starting to look into some of the advance rate data. Hayden Winks tweeted something out the other day. I've been working on it with Dubner for a video and like zero RB just absolutely smashed <laughs> last year. Um, so, yeah, if you had a heavy zero RB portfolio, you were definitely um, happy with that. Curious to see what Mr. D's does here. Um, I was considering taking Aaron Rodgers at that pick. And I didn't even think there was any chance he was going to come back. I thought maybe I would get Carr or Gino. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to take Rodgers here and build out this presumed Jets bet with Brees Hall. I like that. I mean, certainly Brees Hall, not a known pass catcher, but certainly gonna have a little correlation there. And if nothing else, you're getting a share of a, a team that I think people don't realize still a top 10 Super Bowl favorite, according to a lot of the Vegas odds out there. Uh, so I, I think it's possible. And the Aaron Rodgers trade dragging on this long, though, like if it doesn't end by the NFL draft, like, are we still assuming it's going to happen at some point? Yeah, I, I, it just seems like everyone's trapped into this situation, right? Like the Packers don't want Rodgers back. The Jets want Rodgers. Rodgers doesn't have any other places he can really go right now. I guess maybe like the 49ers would be like, should we just like make this happen uh, by Sam Bradford? I don't know. It just seems like it's going to happen and it's just when, not if. I guess here's the question for you. Do you think we are getting... um a discount relative to the uncertainty. Do you think his ADP will jump up at all once that's firmed up? Or do you think this is exactly where he's going to go when it's confirmed? You're probably getting a minor discount because it feels like, it feels like people are excited about the idea of him being on the jets, I think. So I would say he probably goes closer to Kirk cousins, maybe um, especially when you count, you know, the Garrett Wilson drafter who's going to want to st uh, stack him up potentially. So yeah, I think maybe he goes between Cousins and Goff would be my thought, but that's not that much of a jump up that I feel like it's, you know, you're getting a bad value right now. I think I agree with you. I think it'll go up a, a spot or two, um, but nothing too too crazy there. Yeah, and I and I think it's fair for him to go up a spot or two because, again, it's a team that has a good defense that was, like, really great last year at defending the long ball, which I think is important because if you're keeping stuff in front of you, you just have a better shot. Uh, but, you know, I think it's still a good spot for him, and I think it's going to go up not a crazy amount, but enough to, that you'll notice it. 
Uh, Bryce Young goes, are you buying the him to the Panthers stuff? I, there was something too I saw on Twitter today that a former underdog employee, Josh McCown, or I guess contractor, uh, was uh, only following Bryce Young. Then people caught wind of it on Twitter. And then he followed the other three top <laughs> QBs as well. So it looked a little bit less suspicious. But it does seem like Bryce Young and the Texans are in some weird, or the Panthers and the Texans over Bryce Young are in some weird standoff. And I'm now not co as confident as I was that it's CJ Stroud to Carolina. Yeah, it's a... It's an interesting one there. It seems like the consensus is like Bryce Young's going to go 101 um, or be at least be the first quarterback off the board. So I assume that means 101. I I don't know, though. Do you think the Texans like would really trade up from two to one to ensure that they got him, that they'd be that afraid of getting stuck with Stroud? I don't know. I mean, they're a weird team. And also, I think it's been pointed out that uh, Nick Casario, the GM, has not drafted a QB early. And even in, I think, in the New England days as well, when he had some front office say they only drafted Jimmy Garoppolo as their highest QB. So it's like he hasn't done that before. I don't know. But the dumb teams doing dumb things, I feel like, wouldn't be surprising. But you're on. speaking of, you're on the clock. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Debo Samuel. Um, this is... I thought about taking Stroud. He gets snap picked. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm just not as excited about Stroud. For fantasy, yeah. I think I prefer Bryce Young. I prefer Anthony Richardson. I'm just not getting the Stroud stuff. Uh, he is He's the best deep ball thrower in the draft. Like, he's a pocket passer. Um, he's a guy that's going to get it downfield. Like, I think I get Bryce Young. I get people like him from the football sense because he's going to protect the ball a little better, I think, and probably be be more of a leader in the way that a lot of these NFL teams want. But Stroud is just such a slinger that I think it's a mistake to not like Stroud. If you don't have shares of Stroud, I, I'm sure you have some, but like you should. No, have I I do, and I'm not I'm not overconfident in my like QB takes. I've been mixing them in, but I'm just you know my personal preference. And I do think like we know how important good wide receiver play is to quarterback production. And I do think there's a bit of a, you know, a halo effect for CJ Stroud with what great wide receivers he played with at Ohio state. So I don't know. Um, I, I think he, he had the perfect setup um, to succeed. And so I'm just not, I'm not convinced he is the, uh, the best quarterback selection there. So people could see on the screen, me struggling. I almost want to take Trey Lance. I was going to take Trey Lance and kittle together, but that doesn't appeal to me enough. Um, I hate Najee Harris so much. I, I can't I can't get over that. <sighs> Gotta get one share at some point. I'll take Najee Harris. God, wow, you just lost this draft. I swear to God, if anyone in this chat votes for Chris Bags, who just took Najee Harris oh at a discount, God. a seven much of a discount. discount. Oh, get out of here. That's not even a value hound. That's not even a whimper. <laughs> That's a cry for help. I, you know, I still believe that Najee can have some theoretical upside because I think Pittsburgh's going to be better. I still am not clicking Najee often. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was Kittle and Lance over Watson and Harris. I don't know that that's like that much better. Um, real quick to answer Neil's question. Um, how were you defining the archetypes? Like, how do you define zero RB? So when uh, Dubner and I were doing Dubner, sorry, we're doing our videos last year, we did no running back in the first five rounds. And I've seen some people do four, some people do six, but we used five. Um, <sighs> all right. It's, it's, um, you're not going to believe what I'm going to do with this, uh, this next pick. Oh, let me guess. Okay. Uh, oh, he has an incredible <laughs> hairline. He's going to be throwing passes to sweet, sweet Devo Samuel. He's going to be throwing passes. I kind of want, 
Oh, Trey thank Lumber. you. I was honestly kind of rooting for him to take Trey Lance so I could just take Jimmy Garoppolo instead. Uh, thank you. I, I think Jimmy is a solid player. I, I don't, you know, I don't mind Jimmy as much. I would say, honestly, relative to what we worry about with the Niners, I think Jimmy's a better pick than Trey Lance currently. Um, no. Just with the risk, like the fact that there's risk, enough bad wins. We're talking about risk, Spags. Have you looked at this payout structure? No risk it, no biscuit. Come on. I suppose. I I think you've also pushed like the Tennessee thing enough to me that I feel like like I've kind of thought that's a nice move that could happen at some point on draft day. Right. I mean, that's like obviously you would rather have him in a Shanahan offense with all those weapons, but it is like an additional out, right? Because the risk with Lance, right, is that he's not playing, that he's not starting. So if he goes to Tennessee, I mean, uh, I would be pretty surprised if he wasn't, you know, playing a full season. So I have to ask, so I took Najee there and Bullock seems like he's on board with me taking Najee as a contrarian play in terms of the guys that I'm aligning him with. Would you prefer Miles Sanders over Najee? Because I think that's close. I just feel like Najee was a value at this point and Sanders ADP wise. I think Sanders is like probably about right with where he should be. I mean, I, I think Najee's ADP is still like a little rich. Um, I still think just straight up. Yeah. Give me Najee. Um, mm -hmm. but there's a pretty big gap. What is like in the regular big boards? What is it like a three round gap between their ADPs? It's like fourth round Najee seventh round Sanders. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely gotten a lot smaller in the big board. The big board does seem like it's kind of course-corrected some of the guys that were a little bit low uh, due to their free agency uncertainty in the regular big board. Uh, I don't know. I just, like, I feel like Najee still, they treated him like a bell cow last year. I don't like him, but he's too cheap. Like, I would take Najee over Dalvin Cook. I know Dalvin's kind of picked up some steam, but I still, like, I think Dalvin gets cut, and Najee's going to be there whether he loses more work to Jalen Warren or not. Like, he's going to be there. What do you think about this team from the one hole? Really interesting strat first for three rounds i was like fully on board then you did the spags thing where you um are taking two more quarterbacks and then he double taps kittle in pits with no running backs through seven rounds it's a ballsy play i also jordan love feels a little bit early to me um too i don't know but yeah yeah i, I don't love the way the team is shaped up because i also don't love cd lamb i think garrett wilson's a little bit overvalued perhaps and then kyle pitts who we struggle a lot with here Kittle's a nice value, but I think Pitts to me, uh, he just he's not drafting the way where he's like drafting for needs at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. What am I going to do here? I ain't clicking Brock Purdy two picks ahead of ADP. That would destroy the personal brand. <laughs> Unstacked Brock. <laughs> I guess you, you do have Debo. Never mind. I, I also have not taken Debo at all. I think in any draft this year, because I had so much of him last year and I fucking hated it. Yeah, that was um, the double whammy of having a bunch of Debo Samuel at the expense of not selecting Tyreek Hill was the, uh, the toughest of scenes uh, where they were going in drafts. Yeah. And I, I just think too, it's going to get worse for Debo, like the McCaffrey thing, a full year of him. Uh, you know, it's AU being better. Like there's a chance they have another wide receiver three who's got some value that they either draft or I don't know. A lot of ways to go poorly. I'm on the clock though. I do need a second QB, I think. So I'm going to, I'm not going to take Brock Purdy. I'm going to take Desmond Ritter over him. And hmm. I have one more pick here due to having the turn. <sighs> got a one, two, one, four, oh, right now. Don't love Darren Waller. Not stacked up with anybody. 
I think I'm going to go to uh, an old Pete favorite, David Montgomery, yeah. with the best free agent contract of the offseason for a running back. The, it, the, you will be lucky to get one or two ironic votes at the end of this draft. Spags is flying so close to the sun. You're trying to crawl back in the head-to-head -head battle rankings, and you think you're going to do it by selecting Najee fucking Harris and David Montgomery. You are dusted, Spags. See, I think here's the thing. I'm drafting teams, Pete, that I like, that I think are good, that makes sense for me. And I, I'm, ultimately, I'm not trying to play the hits for the fans out there. Like, if you guys want to come along and you understand draft value, you know, getting some early wide receivers and you get your running backs, you'll like my team. If you want to just be wowed by the sleight of hand of drafting Brock Purdy when you've been taking Trey Lance all year long. <laughs> I'm going to take a bow. No, no, no. The chat... I would like to see a collective round of applause, personal growth, me balancing my heavy Trey Lance bags with the other side of the coin, getting three quarterbacks through eight rounds. That took a lot of courage, and I expect to be applauded for it. I will not give you applause. And I might only take two QBs with this build, with two and Desmond Ritter, because also there's nobody else a QB I really want. <laughs> see if Jacoby Brissett comes up later. Uh, but besides that, I don't know. Like, I think your team is your least drafted QBs and you have not done that enough in the most recent drafts. I will let's I do. So uh, Tyler wanted me to take Damian Pierce who I did uh, briefly consider, although I'm feeling a little behind the eight ball at quarterback, go figure. But I do think David Montgomery over Damian Pierce is bad. See, I don't agree with that because I could still get Singletary late and Singletary is so cheap in these drafts. And I still think like if you get Pierce as a discount, like I actually drafted Pierce this morning because he was 10 picks after ADP. I'll take him there but I think it shouldn't be that far apart. Like I would take Singletary almost every time just because it's a literally hundred pick difference. And I think a new coaching staff brings in their guy. Like that's the kind of thing you have to be mindful of just how teams construct things. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like it. Um, okay, chat supporting me. Love star saying Montgomery over Pierce. I don't know. Tell me if I'm, if you, might, you guys might agree with Pierce. I, I guess you could take the young guy, but it's like Singletary's not old either. Like he's still young relative to, you know, NFL years. I guess where you can sell me on Montgomery is if you are playing like the Lions as like a truly ascending offense. I also think David Montgomery over Swift is bad. I, I still prefer Swift to oh, Montgomery. I yeah. don't see. I think what I am trying to care more about this year, because I had some of these reads and I still kind of kept it agnostic, like where the coaching staff is going with stuff. I do want to be a little more mindful of this year. And they've been very abundantly cleared in legitimate quotes to the media about how they don't like Swift. They're like, they don't want to use him as much. They use him a little bit more down the stretch because, you know, there was really no point with Jamal. But like, they paid money to Montgomery when they had Swift still in the stable. I just think Mount Montgomery is, you know, the running back one for them. And he's also going to catch passes, which they haven't shown a lot of love for Swift doing overall. Yeah, I still think, and as Paul says in the, uh, or uh, AJ in the chat, uh, preferring Swift for best ball, I think for the big play stuff, because the way you get there on Montgomery is Montgomery does what Jamal Williams did last year and falls into the end zone 10 plus times because the offense is humming and he's definitely going to be the goal line back. Um, but if you're getting those league winning spike weeks, um, I still think they're coming from Swift. I, I hate to throw another one out there because we do have our Quentin Johnson versus Addison bet. Montgomery versus Swift, straight up fantasy points, 100 bucks. Yeah. You want to do it? Booked. Okay. Here, let's, let's shake on. I know, I know the right way to go to now. All right. Soon. Done. I think Montgomery is a really nice pick at this point. Like I would say Montgomery, Rashad Penny. Um, I would put Damian Harris in that group. All guys that I really like just to kind of have it a zero RB build. Uh, Dobbins too, if you can get them aligned right. But yeah, you know, it's kind of a different bucket. But I think Montgomery's going to have a really nice year this year. Um. All right. I am trying to figure out what I want to do here with this pick. This is like a choose your own adventure spot.
Mm-hmm. There's running backs I like. There's quarterbacks I could consider. And there's, of course, wide receivers I love. Hmm. Ba, 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 ba. What do I want to do? What you do take I a want? Fourth QB? I mean, I, I am considering it. I am considering it. I'm trying to think. I'm like right on the line here. Um, man, I'm torn. All right. I'm going to grab a, I'm going to go piggy and go, uh, Zach Charbonnet. Ooh, I still love Charbonnet. They've seen a little Charbonnet FUD, including, I think we had a football outsiders article kind of knocking him down a little bit. I'm still very much team Charbonnet and uh, like, I'm, I would much rather get Charbonnet at his ADP than a Bonnie Conda with him getting steamed up. I know people love him. I, I just think Charbonnet is a more complete back and, and just like a big dude is going to have a really hard time getting brought down. The Izzy uh, steam has been nuts. Although he's still sitting around in some of my big board slow drafts buried with a ADP after 200, but man, is he steamy right now. All right. So I love Rashad Penny. I'm not going to avoid him here. Um, don't think I want a third QB, honestly, out of these two. Um, so I'm going to go another young guy who could be better this year. Hopefully Traylon Burks, come on down. Yeah, I he was my other big consideration there. I mean, Burks just feels so nice. I, I like Burks. I don't know that I believe in this offense, you know, for Tennessee being meaningfully different. They didn't change anything that you'd expect him to all of a sudden want to sling the ball, but just a little bit of improvement, him being healthier all year. Like he had some good weeks. Um, it's just, you know, it's going to be him or Conquo, And that's basically all you can trust in this offense besides running backs. Uh, Chipsy asking me, where is it worth it to reach on Izzy in these slows? I think I've taken him up at like pick 160. Um, I've now, because I was so heavy on my like a chain and Tajay Spears picks in that range. And now I've just been balancing out. Like when I see those guys as the best running backs available, ADP wise, I'm like, fuck it. I'll take Izzy. Um, all right. I was considering, so I had three guys I was considering last pick. It was Chardonnay, um, Traylon Burks and Mac Jones. And so Mac Jones comes back. I will do the four quarterback wow. build. Um, just the most beautiful looking guys in the league right here. Spags, where's the corollary? Um, so yeah, I, I haven't done a lot of four QB builds, but Mac, what almost two rounds past ADP. I'll grab that. Scarf them up peaks of sub in quarter here instead of running. <laughs> like you can't use a running back piggy gif when I take in quarterbacks, get out of here. Just scarfing up all these mediocre quarterbacks. I don't know. Like, it's funny that you're drafted four QBs and I'm going to be, I think I'm locked in it too. I mean, like, yeah, I don't see myself drafting the third year. Uh, who are your two QBs? Uh, Tua and Desmond Ritter. Ah, uh, that's thin for a two quarterback build. You, you know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, one's a rusher, one's a thrower. It works out. Um, yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, I swear to God, chat, if I lose this vote, uh, based on spags, going with Ritter as his QB two and just loading up on the most disgusting vile running backs known to man. I mean, this is, this is a, will be a travesty. I will ask for a recount. I don't think Najee, David Montgomery and Rashad Penny are the most disgusting running backs known to humanity. That feels unfair in a variety of ways. (laughs) No, I mean, they're literally the scourge of best ball and anyone who touches them with a 10 foot pole will not be thought kindly in the annals of history. Chip saying $10 to say Pete's team is better. I mean, I'll read it out loud, but I don't know if I would support it. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe I maybe I should do the narration on the team reviews today, you know? Maybe well, put me to work. Like that bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some some would say I think the way the bid is right now is perfect and a great way to get the votes to level out. It all works out for everybody. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, might be a little too high on Ritter. I, I saw that Hayden mocked um, Richardson to the Falcons, I think, in one of his uh, mock drafts he was doing today, or at least posted on Twitter. I, I don't 
I don't think that happens. I don't know. I think the QBs are gone the first four picks. I actually think there's a decent shot. Um, I know. I think it was uh, one of the Sams. I think it was Sam Hoppin who put out like a, a big board basically that had the odds according to DK. And it was the four QBs going in the first four. I think that's going to happen. And fucking Levis is going to get dragged up just because of somebody yeah. wanting a QB. And he doesn't deserve it at all. He's definitely getting dragged up. Um, who was it? Is it was it Mike Renner from PFF? Is like really high on Levis. Think has him as his QB three maybe. Um, I just don't get it. I mean, you look at him like he looks great. Again, another guy, Pete. You could potentially play in the ongoing role. You really could build a full roster of these guys if you wanted to go out of your way to for Pete overs that look likes. But I just don't think he's got the talent. Anyway, you're on the clock. Where do you pick? Him? I know. I hate this this portion of the board. I really do. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go reach. I'm going to take Eli Mitchell um, just to uh, to build out my San Francisco bet here. Um, but, man, I really hate this portion of the board. Also, Linus Scrimmage was pointing out earlier, where did that chat go? Taking Connor at ADP. So I heard Leone talking about that in ship chasing. It was like, finally, a man coming on here and defending James Connor. And just knowing, too, that bad teams just love to hand the ball off to a running back and, and clock out the year. I feel like Connor is one of those guys to me that I think you would qualify as gross, maybe not, you know, after talking about it at some length with Leone. But I feel like Connor is a guy that I'm a little more excited about, even though he fits that kind of that Dalvin, Joe Mixon kind of tier of guys. I'm like, I think the best days are behind them. Yeah, I I have a hard time talking shit about running backs, you know, in the 11th round, too, you know, like especially one that has a three down skill set. You know, when I talk shit about Jamal Williams in that range, it's like he has to run so pure on touchdowns to pay off. But we know like if Connor, um, if they just load him up for one more year that he could easily smash that ADP, even though I don't like selecting him. All right. So I'm drafting Michael Thomas here. We all know I love him. I think people would undervalue him even with the advanced age. He's still been good uh, when he has been out in the field. And I will take one more player here. Don't love Brian Robinson, but I was looking into his college numbers more. And I think maybe last year getting, I think last year getting shot might've thrown him off a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to go back. Jesus bags. I mean, I have to say it like he really, I was going back to the 2021 college numbers just to see like how everything lined up and also confirming some priors. Like why I like Tyler Algier was like all there too. So I was kind of reviewing all that stuff. Robinson was really good at Bama in a way that like did not show in the pros last year. So I, second year jump for running back wouldn't be crazy. So I think Robinson might be a guy that gets slept on a little bit too much by myself included. Is it weird that I'm slightly tilted? I didn't get Jacoby Myers to stack. Um, I was debating like, who should I take first Mitchell or Jacoby? And uh, clearly the answer was Jacoby. So rare right. miss Pete. Uh got to stack up Jimmy G. We're going to say rare miss. <laughs> it is a rare miss. I mean, normally I'm just fucking dialed in running laps around you. Your little piggy uh, drafting. Okay, I follow they were a good gift. <laughs> <laughs> I love how long it's taking you to find this. Don't worry, I'll take New England's version of Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith Poopster. Oh, good news. Bad news, Pete. That's a chunky. That's a chunky. <laughs> you were gonna Spags admit it, you were gonna use that gift no matter what. It wasn't actually relevant to my pick. I could have taken anyone. And you're going to use that. I actually like Juju because I think he's just going to have what Jacoby did last year, but maybe be a slightly better version of it. And and Jacoby, you know, people forget, did win Pat $2 million. So I think, you know, the same role for Juju. I don't hate it. But also better offensive coordinator. Like, I think Juju's a little bit undervalued. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. You said a couple nice things about my picks. Uh, Chardonnay, Juju. Um, you're really coming around on kind of how the chat feels. And that's that I just oh, run circles yeah. around you at these. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I when you pick good players, I have to keep it honest. I certainly would love the vote to go my way. Of course, at the end of this video, we will ask you guys to vote. But right now, I'm going to ask you guys to do, if you're watching live, please subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave a comment down below if you're watching after the fact. We're on that march to 2,000 subs. We've been grinding hard on here. The grind will continue. Fantasy football all year round here on Splash Play. We appreciate you guys if you do subscribe to the channel and show some love by hitting the like button. I've actually been crushing the likes. The likes to views ratio, Pete, on this channel, I feel like we are. We're strong on that front. We appreciate the support of everybody. Yeah. Do, does the world care about this show? No. But do the people who like this show like to demonstrate that via clicking the like button? Absolutely. I um I was watching the, you know, Rhett and Link. Do you remember Rhett and Link? Like they were internet famous for a while. Like um, creator guys who did like weird satirical ads around the country and bought like ad time and stuff. Uh, sounds vaguely familiar, but go on. So they have like a gigantic YouTube channel and what they do basically is like a morning show where they just compete in things every day and like rank foods and all this kind of dumb shit. And I was like, this is what Pete and I could do if there were ever like somebody that really said, hey, go have, go crazy. <laughs> have some fun with it. Um, and I just, you know, watch Rhett and Link would be the other thing. Good Mythical Morning is the YouTube channel. Yeah, you know, Spags, I mean, one of these days we'll have to meet for our first IRL meetup. There's a couple of my co-hosts over the years that I've never met in person. Uh, you, Brick75, Brian Hooper. I'm trying to think of, I've met a lot of my other uh, co-hosts and collaborators. So um, that's the white whale, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, we could do like a down. Pete Summit at this point. All of your hosts come together and have like a, a shindig. Yeah. Um, I would, I would love it. And it, that doesn't seem like a narcissistic idea <laughs> whatsoever. I think I'd even call it the Pete Summit. Well, you are like connecting tissue to a lot. Like you could have swole cast guys there. You could have, you're doing enough with Davis now. I guess he's would still count as a swole cast guy, but you have like all these different talents where if you brought it all together, like that would be legitimately an impressive group of people. Wait, Peter Palooza. Do you think that maybe is a little better, Dave? <laughs> the, the roast of Pete over that was an idea we had a couple of years ago. And I still, yeah, something, <laughs> something to hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you should get all the hosts together to help him spread the mulch. <laughs> Dude, I'm still spreading this fucking mulch. I, I, unlike you, Pete, hired somebody to mulch our front garden because Alex wants to plant some flowers. So that was that was only uh, 175 bucks for that and some leaf cleanup we had to do. Well, Spags, not all of us are rich in you know football outsiders page views and have to roll up our sleeves and uh, get to work. <laughs> not us aren't rich for football outsiders at all. <laughs> not payrolls, but page <laughs> two payrolls in a row, guys. We're hitting. So there's the good news. I'm on the clock. Uh, we got a pick coming up here. Uh, you know what? Okay, Jacoby Brissett's here. I'll take him. Don't matter if he's unstacked. Here's my third QB. And I feel like I'm okay at receiver. Clearly a little bit weak at tight end here. No natural stacks are going to be coming up anytime soon. You and I both raw dog in tight ends. Zero. Yeah. I feel like running back might be the move here. I'm I'm going to take... Yeah, I'm going to take Raheem Mostert. I was a team Raheem Mostert and Juwan Johnson. So if you want Juwan Johnson, he'll be there for you. And I am pretty much a never Taysom Hill guy. So that's that's another part of the decision point for me. Um, here, Bindle's saying Donald Trump, David Montgomery. So there we go. That is, uh, <laughs> I don't want to unpack what that means, but is David Montgomery going to get indicted somewhere? I hope not because he's a great running back. No, this is very... <laughs> <laughs> I'm there's tardy. good hey hey there's good people on both sides although bullock and spags not knowing what this reference is i think is very poor form on their part bindles next time just venmo that to me 
Oh, hi, hello, it's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm here to join the impression get, party. Get out of here. I've been a Republican in the past. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, I just thought we were going to go back and that, that impression out of nowhere, really. <laughs> You're on the clock. Who are you picking? I, take, I know I'm on the clock. I'm, I, I see the, I have the draft board up in front of me. You don't think I can fucking go oh, back I'm to framing it for the audience. They can't, can't okay. be all silly impressions all day here. Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I, you know what? You're right. I have missed the last few best ball breakfasts. I am, I am behind. I used to watch every but week. This, but I definitely this bit is an old bit in a recurring bit. So all of you guys outing yourself as not only just missing an episode, but missing large swaths of episodes. I mean, Jesus. That's true. And Pete is now buying his uh, ultra-right conservative beers as well for <laughs> six-pack yeah. for 30 bucks. Breast ball <laughs> breakfast is now sponsored by Bud Light. Uh, also, what was I going to say? Um, I Hopefully another impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing too. So part of the reason I was thinking to go back to the red and blink thing real fast that nobody cares about. Um, they also had a Nana character on and like wearing a dress. And I was like, well, this is just hitting close to home. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we haven't seen Nana in a while. Yeah. Oh, here. When Spag's newsletter uh, coming back tomorrow. I just didn't have anything to report last week and was kind of a little bit mentally fatigued at the end of the week, but hmm. we're basically still syncing up all the data stuff for probably. So go to probablyapp.com if you want to get in the waitlist and get a weekly newsletter from me about betting markets and probabilities and stuff of games going on on the weekend. But it's just like, it's, it sucks because I want to get the product out there. And unfortunately, these tech things, these tech things, Pete, boy, they take longer than you'd realize as an average Joe. Um, I just want you guys to know this when you go to vote at the polls here at the end of this draft, just know that some of us content creators don't just feel lazy with our newsletter and, and just not send it out because we're feeling mentally fatigued. No, we fucking roll up our sleeves on a Thursday night and we bang out that newsletter for the people. So I just hope you guys remember that kind of work ethic when we go to vote. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, look, I had to write a column for Football Outsiders, so like, I can only write one thing a week. I used, I used to write thousand-word columns a day for Stochastic every day, and now it's like, whoo! I really took it out of me to write those two things. I, I know Love Stars just called out the exact thing I was just thinking while ignoring what Spags was saying right there. Um, <laughs> um, I, I will. I will probably when I have zero tight ends. I will be just rough dog. Rough it, rough it, and take Taysom Hill so I don't have to. You fell, no, that was Mr. D's who fell on the Taysom or the uh, the Trey Lance. Okay, he takes Higby. Fuck it, I'm doing it. Wow, wow. <sighs> I I think I might have just lost this, and that's really hard to do with a pick uh, 176. I mean, you can argue that he's certainly not as good of a running back as David Montgomery, so I think that's where I come ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you put Taysom Hill and David Montgomery's role on the Lions, he'd have 15 touchdowns. <sighs> Would Taysom Hill actually be good if you were an all-down running back? Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I wonder. Because I, I don't I've done enough Taysom Hill analytics research to like look like how he's performing per play. I'd be curious, like that'd be fun to try it out. All right, I'm on the clock. Um, okay, good. Uh did not take Damian Pierce earlier. Devin Singletary again here is a really nice value in the big board superflex. I will swear by that. And then I get one more pick here. Some could say almost a luxury at this point. Um, do I take a tight end? Are we going to buy Mike Gesicki's renaissance in New England? Dude, what the fuck? There's no reason for you. you a guy, oh God, you are so stupid. Well, if you think about it, Pete, I have nobody else to stack up a tight end at this point with my QBs. You're so stupid. Why are you... I was, I'm drafted for talent at this point. I just need the upside. 
this is, I mean, that like just an absolutely awful pick for you in the context of that team. I think it was an awful pick for you more than it was an awful pick for me. I'm tilting so hard right now. <laughs> and how do you not spags? How do you not take Dalton Kincaid? You love Dalton Kincaid. I do love Dalton Kincaid. I think he's more of a tight end too, ideally. But you know, when you have the pedigree of a Mike Kosicki, getting a nice contract from New England, how could you avoid? Oh, I'm sorry, you have Mac Jones. Oh, I didn't even realize. That's that's tough. This is this is what it comes back to, guys. Of um, some of us, there's there's two types of people in this world. There's people who draft really good best ball teams and they stay in their lane and they take what the draft gives them. And then there's other people who draft out of spite, who are constantly looking over at their neighbor, trying to keep up with the Joneses and not really focused on the end goal here, Spags. And I don't know about you, but Underdog doesn't give out badges for sniping your co-host, for getting a little LOL equity on stream. And your entire portfolio is going to suffer for this awful behavior. I think uh, what they do give away, though, for his Drew Locke guitar gifts. <laughs> I love that, that you have a gift. Mike Kosicki, everybody. I love that you have a gif to remind people of one of the worst calls of all time, which was Drew Locke over Gito Smith. And then Gito Smith went on to have uh, just a revelation of a season. Thank you for reminding all of us. Still directionally accurate. And some could say, you know, again, in the universe where Drew Locke starts, he's the same QB with more rushing upside. Mm, doubling down on that take. I stand by it. I think it's all the football. Pete, at the end of the day, as again, as a guy that's running these times with football outsiders, known an analytics site for 20 years, I would say that a lot of these times, Pete, it's just situations. It's just about getting the guys in the right spot, giving them a chance, believing in them, giving them the ball, letting them go. Worked out for Gino, uh, you know, and I think what worked out for Drew just the same. And Drew, now a happily married man. So, you know, he's got that real world experience you need to be a great QB. Now, I, um, I know, I know what you did with that Gasigi pick. You don't even like him. Um, I'm surprised you didn't even try to spout out some bullshit of what if Miami plays New England in Week 17 again. I mean, at least oh. you could have hung your hat on that. See, I was thinking more like, oh, I've got some Miami guys. So let's bring back one of the alums from Miami <laughs> on the team as well. I've got Mostert. I've got Tua. I got Tyreek and get Mike Gasicki for the feel good vibes of all the great times they've had together. Also, I want to um, get pissed off at Nate's for taking Tyquan Thornton from me as well. Um, you guys just really don't want me to be able to stack Mac Jones. Well, sucks for you guys because Juju is going to have a 46% target share in that offense this year. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, he's the he's slot guy they're paying all the money to, so I could support it. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad people are also supporting me and taking your players. I think at the end of the day, that's why, that's why stacking these drafts is tough, Pete, because people do not get out of your way. Yes, bags, and I expect that from from the plebes and the chat rats and the bottom feeders, you know, and the the scum. But I don't expect that from you. But maybe I should. Maybe I should start to think of you differently. But when God closes a Taekwon Thornton, he opens up a Meikle Hardman stacked with Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, it's a good way to recover there. And that's why if you get sniped, just keep drafting your draft, just like Pete did right there. He learned the right way. Will be funny if Hunter Henry outscores Gasicki. There you go. Why not scrimmage pointing out another route you have? Hunter Henry, get him in the 20th round. I always have lots of outs, bags. You don't have to worry about me. Peter, are you maxing the dance? Chip is asking. Um, I don't, I would like to, I don't think I'm going to have enough time to get there. I think my, I'm going to end up at like 110 or 115. A little sexy Marvin Mims pick for me coming in here. And then, hmm. Hmm. Definitely still need some tight ends. Uh, 
Hayden Hurst or Isaiah Likely? Likely. Not even close. Hmm. Rookies love checking down to a tight end. Hayden Hurst. I love how I just got you to make the worst pick because you didn't want the pick to come off as if I suggested it and I get credit for it. You love to see it. No, I'm just not as big on Isaiah Likely as you are. Like, I think this is going to be more of a Mark Andrews statement year. And I still think it's possible they could both have good years. But like Hayden Hurst, I think it's just going to be a nice safety valve for, for Bryce Young, especially if it's Bryce Young. He's, or love drafting for safety in a, a giant contest with $100,000 to first place. I'm not saying that they're a safe play, but they're a safety valve, which means they're going to get targets. Like, I think that's the main thing. And I think there's ceilings for, I mean, there's a ceiling for Hurst and there's probably a ceiling for Kaseki if they use him right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I hope. Uh, Spax the golden rule. Don't snipe. Please like. Okay. I, I didn't snipe. I, I would take Kasicki anyway. I just needed a tight end who can actually catch some passes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What are we going to do here? Hunter Henry. Reach for him. <laughs> there it likely goes. Um, Hodgins. I should probably start taking some running backs too. I know what my end game is going to be at tight end. Um can throw it i i'll let you take the gross pick uh I'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna do my guy jerome ford here uh i have no issue with jerome ford i liked him last good year. i i actually meant to run it by you before i clicked it just to make sure you had no issue with my pick <laughs> i was taking jerome ford i feel like on DraftKings a lot last year because he was just always there and i was like eh, what if kareem hunt gets hurt or something i don't know so that's your yeah, this year's if, actually gonna be the case i think so yeah what if what if jerome ford is the guy you need He's going to get some like some pass game work because they're using him a lot in the preseason in terms of running routes and stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, def- definitely a nice value pick at this point that I would support, even though Pete doesn't want my support. I'll support it all no. the same. No, this is an adversarial relationship now. You know, we started out this show working together, building together, and now we're at each other's throats, you know, just fighting for the approval of the chat. It's true. I And that was the thing, too. So Paul's saying Cube Spags giving long reasoning for a non-fun pick. I don't think like picks don't have to be fun, right? Like it's about building a team that can win money that you believe in. Is it not? Wow. Spags did there. I almost could, you know, feel the tears coming down your eye. As you said, a team you believe in. I just don't think like, I don't draft on stream and go like, I got to make a fun team to make it fun. Like hopefully the ride is fun regardless, but I, I draft players that I think are good for the most did part. Did you just say it's more about the, uh, the journey than the destination? <laughs> I suppose one could say that one could get a, a wall print of that if they wanted behind them. Yeah. I also yeah. say live, laugh, love when you watch splash play. <laughs> well, here it is, Spags. I'll, uh, I'm going to take a, a boring uh, pick for you coming up here. Just as a little, little hat tip to your uh, Hayden Hurst pick. Ooh, oh, who's it going to be? Hunter, oh, Hunter Henry. <laughs> Honestly, no. Oh, okay. Interesting. Take another Honestly, no, Spags. I'll be completely above board with you. I'm not taking Hunter Henry with this pick. Ah, uh, all right. Hopefully, he doesn't get scooped from you. I hope so too. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm selecting. Hooker. Would you take any of these QBs at this point? By the way, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I would take Heineke since he's going to be your starting quarterback. Uh, you can. <laughs> lock up uh the atlanta quarterback for once see if you're gonna believe that then you should believe that Brissett will be the starter for washington i i don't actually believe that okay 
And then I do think it's teams. it's more likely that Brissett's the starter for Washington than it is Heineke is the starter for Atlanta. Um, so I have gotten boxed out on my Las Vegas stacks at every you know step of the way. Somehow some sicko took Hunter Renfro. So it means we are stuck with stacking <laughs> probably the sexiest, highest upside stack in the entire league, Jimmy Garoppolo to Austin Hooper. I got to tell you, I'd rather have O.J. Howard. <laughs> no. Now you're – you can't do the Hayden Hurst over – likely thing and then tell me you want howard over hooper hooper's the same pick as hayden hurst howard had a better ceiling last year well you just said that you don't care about ceiling you just want some safety i just wanted some safety no i know I, I said i said i want a safety valve tight end who has a ceiling I, that's completely <laughs> yeah. different. Hayden, hayden hurst does not have a ceiling in the in the carolina panthers offense he had a ceiling in cincinnati why wouldn't he have a ceiling if cj shrouds he cute? didn't have a ceiling in cincinnati oh he did as a, somebody who drafted him a lot he almost got me through some teams like he got hurt that fucking killed some of my burrow stats. he fell into the end zone a few times he did not have a ceiling that is incorrect the hayden hurst slander will not be stood for on this show i'm gonna take i'm not gonna take under henry i'm gonna take darnell washington here and this guy this guy tried to build a case against isaiah likely and then taking a fucking blocking rookie tight end who's never gonna um, catch he's a great pass, pass catcher as well one of the uh, i can pull some numbers in a moment once i pick yep, my second too. player here <sighs> you know richie james is kind of a nice value at this point i'll take him done should i go for the rare four quarterback four tight end build yeah you <laughs> i mean you already lost this draft anyway you might as well Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, we did not. I got to pull up some Hayden Hurst stats now. Hold on. Okay, Hayden Hurst, great in EPA last year, 0.3, uh, 0.23 EPA per target. Uh, negative DVOA, though, negative 2%. So he's closer to average in DVOA, but looks good according to EPA. Um, Didn't hear a word you just said. I am trying to decide <laughs> what do I want to do here. Um, four, five, seven, three, um, done at quarterback, uh, running back, JT, Brees, Hall, Charbonnet, Eli Mitchell, Jerome Ford, Justin Jefferson, Debo, Jamison Williams, Juju, Lazard, Dobbs, Hardman, um, screw it. We're going to go for the rare build. That sounds like it's a challenge at in and out the four by four, <laughs> four quarterbacks, four tight ends. Five wide, uh, five running backs, seven wide receivers. I hate it, and it's still better than your team. Well, guys, if you want to start to get your votes in, I suppose you can vote one for Spags' team, vote two for Pete's team. I will read them aloud once the draft concludes, but let me quickly put the plug in. Of course, one more ask to subscribe to the channel. We're again marching towards 2K. We appreciate it a bunch. Subscribe down below, hit the like button if you're watching live or after the fact, and leave a comment if you're watching after the fact as well. I always make sure to reply and appreciate hearing from you guys afterwards. And uh, okay. Guys, actually, no, you shouldn't vote now. You should wait until the teams are red. No, yeah, no, feel feel free. To, also, don't uh, vote multiple times. That's how Pete Pete was the one who was really manipulating things last week with vaporware spamming twos on his behalf, ruining the room. I, uh, I mean, this is Spags. I don't, I don't use this term loosely, especially when we talk about wide receiver avalanches. It's a triggering word. Um, this is a landslide uh vote right here spags just, just wait until the reading guys wait until the reading the, the mm. ceremonial reading we do here we need the drafts conclude so i'll oh, tucker craft going here at the end uh we need the drafts to conclude <laughs> see. and then you can vote then you can vote i just don't see how a four qb four tight end build could possibly be better but we'll 
Yeah, we'll find out. It, it really, like, Spags, and this is, I think this is a humbling moment for you. I'm not even that proud of this team. I think it is a little dirty, even by my standards, but it goes to show how bad your team is that I won in a landslide with not even that good of a team. All right, so let's read my team first. Uh, again, vote one for this team in the chat. We have Tua Tagovailoa, team leader in terms of pass rate over expectation last year. Desmond Ritter, running QB Yikes. with side. Jacoby Brissett, a $10 million deal, could take Sam Howell's starting job. Najee Harris, David Montgomery, Rashad Penny, big signings at running back. Brian Robinson, another year two guy on the upswing. Raheem Mostert, a veteran presence in this room. Devin Singletary, undervalued compared to Damian Pierce. Receiver, Tyreek, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins, Christian Watson. Traylon Burks, an all-star team with Michael Thomas, hot rookie Marvin Mims, sexy free agent signing Richie James, and then a tight end. We got Mike Kosicki for the upside, of course. Uh, Hayden Hurst also for the for upside. For the upside, of course. <laughs> and Darnell Washington for the upside, of course. And Darnell Washington for the upside. But then we go to Pete's team. And uh, on Pete's team, we have Aaron Rodgers at QB. Is he even going to play? Jimmy Garoppolo, overrated. Brock Purdy. Mac Jones, that's rounding out the quarterback room. Jonathan Taylor and Brees Hall, uh, hope that ACL is okay. Zach Charbonnet, Elijah Mitchell, Jerome Ford. Wow, what a running back room. A receiver, Justin Jefferson. Pete, reports are the Vikings going to draft a first-round receiver. Debo Samuel, Jameson Williams, Juju Smith-Schuster. Wait, wait, Al you're trying to fund Justin Jefferson by saying they're going to draft a first-round wide receiver. Go, Anyways, continue. Alan Lazard, okay. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, uh, anytime you can get the weaker Packers receiver, you got to do it. McCole Hardman. And then four tight ends, Taysom Hill, Don Kincaid, the one good pick on the team, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry. Uh, vote two, guys. Vote two if you want to vote for that team. And vote one if you want to vote for you know the team that sounded really good. Spags, everyone already voted. It's um, it, All precincts have reported. Um, and they've actually already uh, – actually, Spags, the – Everyone's asking for you to uh, do the classic concession spags. <laughs> spags. Oh, interesting. Who is that? Our intern, you know, running the Splash Play YouTube channel here. Somebody one's coming up here late. Yeah, yeah. Spags. I think it is time to call and uh, do the concession speech here. I'll. Uh, oh, look, it's uh, it's Spag calling here uh, after a hotly contested election here. Um, what's what's going on, Spags? Did you have something to say to me? Uh, oh, I wish I had a gift for this occasion. Um, Here's my concession speech. We're not fucking leaving. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, we'll see you in court. Um, you trying to tamper with the uh, real results of an election. We now have precedent for how this goes down. And uh, I don't like how it's headed for you. <laughs> well, uh, there's one thing I could say. I'll be back. <laughs> Cut the show. Cut <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. We'll see you again soon. Uh, and I'm not ready to end the show. Follow me at Chris Max. Follow Pete at Peter Overset. Give the plugs. ADP chasing coming up next too, right? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. They actually pre-recorded it, um, and now yeah. I need to upload uh, the file here. All right. So there we go. Uh, again, follow at Splash Play Pod. We'll be back uh, next week on Tuesday. Uh, maybe a guest, maybe draft, and we'll find out. Have a good weekend, guys. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>